I've got, hello, I'm Julian, and this is my friend Jesus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I have night vision giggles. Someone's just goosed Lizzie. Hello and welcome to Date Fight. It's the part where we take things that occurred on this day in history and we ram them up Lizzie's bum hop. No, we um, we pitched them against oh, the I, I didn't know it was my birthday. <laughs> Surprise! He's Jake, yeah, I'm Nat Tatley, and together we have chosen pretty much exactly the same story, but 600 years apart. And we are joined by the fabulous Lizzie Roper, our guest judge for the week. Hello, Lizzie. Hello, and I'm very sorry for everything. <laughs> are you are you accepting responsibility for us as well? Yes, everything. Hooray! Just lay, lay oh, it on me. Amazing, amazing. Beat me, beat me. I've got substantial paper. Never mind, beat. I've got a lot of paperwork for you to countersign. Excellent. <laughs> um, I'm going to take us to the 13th of May, 1917. When, during World War I, Lucia dos Santos, a Portuguese shepherd girl, and her two cousins were out in the fields of Portugal, um, uh, when they saw a vision of Virgin Mary, who appeared to them and said, I will give you a vision every month on the 13th of the month, be back here (laughs) until October. And so they came back every month, uh, except in the August, when they'd been abducted by the local police um, and were being interrogated <laughs> five towns away, and they didn't see a vision that month. Uh, it came on the 19th when they got out of prison. So good she waited for them. Um, and she promised them a giant miracle in the October, and everyone waited till October, and <laughs> nothing really happened. 70,000 people turned up on October the 17th. Uh, oh, how embarrassing. To see the Virgin, but the Virgin Mary did appear, but only to the three children who'd seen her before. No one else could see her. I'm beginning to think the three children were just eating mushrooms, weren't they? This mushrooms don't go in Portugal. Can't have been that. Taste. Yeah. Oh, they do. They Little do. brown. What is it about? It's always, it's always a shepherd, isn't it? It's always, it's. They're always seeing the visions. Yeah, you know, you visionary need... monks and mushroom yeah. fields often are found near to each other. Leave it. No, I don't understand. Some of the 70,000 people who turned up did say they saw the sun fall to the earth, but that can't be true because the sun isn't on the earth. It's miles away. Um, the two cousins Literally died. Literally miles. Yeah, like three or wow. four. The two cousins died shortly after that. And the Catholic Church held an inquiry and they decided that Lucia dos Santos was a saint and that she was telling the truth. She went into a nunnery, and but the, what the Virgin Mary had revealed to her was a secret until... 1940, when they told what two of the visions had said. One of them, she'd predicted the end of World War, World War One, And in the other, she'd predicted the start of World War Two and the rise of communism. But they kept the third one secret until the year 2000, being very coy about, at which point uh, they revealed that it was about the assassination attempt on John Paul II in 1981. She'd predicted that. But they still let him try to get assassinated, didn't they? So if they knew about it, why didn't they yeah. stop it? Yeah. Hmm? Hmm? Anyway, so um, in 1967, she went back for her 50th anniversary with John Paul I and one million pilgrims went with her. So that is my story as the most important thing that happened on May the 13th because apparently you can get a million people to believe you if you just say, I saw the Virgin Mary over there. I think that's something we should consider trying. I know, we should really start our own religion. <laughs> it worked for L. Ron Hubbard. Lads! Lads! Virgin Mary! Oh, you missed it. Yeah. Oh, I saw it's it. Just it. I saw it's it. going to come back next month, but yeah, only yeah. I can see it. 
Right, I've got, I've, I, yes, it's all very visionary today. I've mm. got the 13th of May, 1373. Mm. And Julian of Norwich. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Julian of Norwich. Da, 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 Let me da, guess, da, da, you were da, da, in a play. Da, da. Uh, okay, yeah, no. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you were in a play. Uh, no. It's, it's a, it's a she Julian. Yes, Lady Julian. A Lady Julian. Oh. Uh, she has visions of Jesus. Jesus. Or a life-threatening illness, <laughs> uh, which she uh, writes down in her book, Revelations of Divine Love. Uh, she was also known as Dame Julian <laughs> oh, or Mother Julian. Uh, she was an English anchorite mm. of the Middle Ages. Now, if you don't know yeah, what that I've is, an anchorite. an anchorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's too similar, well, anyway. <laughs> yeah. An anchorite is a religious scholar who withdraws from everyday life and chooses to remain alone indoors anking. Uh, in 1373, she was 30 years old and she was so... And Norwich, by the way, in those days was like, you know... Oh, yeah. Manchester. <laughs> Nowadays. Absolutely mad. People Happy were crazy Mondays. for Fens back then. Yes. They loved and the Black Death had ravaged the place no. uh, fairly recently. Uh, anyway, she was 30... Doing two million pounds worth oh? of improvements. <laughs> <laughs> She was pretty seriously ill. She was on her deathbed, which um, I, I, I haven't even got one of those. Uh, and she got a series of visions of the passion of Christ. Mm. Uh, and then she got better. Yeah. So she wrote them all down and uh, flogged it. So, so it wasn't her deathbed, was it? It was no, just her bed just bed. bed. That's just a bed at that point. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, exactly. Uh, she Julian. had lived in... Julian. Mm. <laughs> That's just your she... bed, Julian. <laughs> Julian? <laughs> Julian's bed. Um, I have a quote from her uh, visions for you. Go on, then. Uh, which is, this is the 2015 translation. Uh, After this, my sight began to fail and all grew dark around me in the room, as though it had been night, except for the image of the cross in which I saw a light for all mankind. It's all that anchoring, wasn't it? Mm. Mm. Everything apart from the cross was ugly to me, as if it had been much crowded with fiends. So there she was, in her bed, fiends with benefits. (laughs) I don't know what was going on there, but she loved it. Sending herself blind. Being in a convent (laughs) and saying all the world is ugly to me, it doesn't mean you've taken in all of the world, I don't think. Well, she reminds me of that one. Do you remember we had another medieval uh, mystic uh, nun at one point too? But she hers were more erotic poems. She wrote about Jesus. Do you remember she mm. wrote about how she wanted to chew the foreskin of Christ? What? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I can't remember who that was. She was. <laughs> We've learned so she much. Was she yeah, was a goer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was she not craving just the pork scratching? Maybe. <laughs> I think more calamari. Yeah. Anyway, oh, Jesus. on which note, uh, the texture and taste of the foreskin of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Uh, yeah, do text us your <laughs> ideas. Um, as to which snack the foreskin of Christ would be most similar to. Happy birthday to Marie of Brabant. She was Queen of France. Uh, she negotiated peace with Edmund Crouchback, the younger brother of Edward I, uh, with to her daughter and Joan of Navarre. Joan of Navarre and Blanche Mortois and uh, Marie of Brabant became the only medieval women to negotiate a peace treaty uh, when they did it with Edmund Crouchback. Uh, she also was an early sleuth in that she solved her stepson's murder and everyone else thought he'd died of natural causes. She suspected it was poison and found the murderer, Labrosse, and had him killed. 
Well, either she discovered who it was, or she just said kill that person. And they did, because she was the queen. Uh, happy birthday to Stevie Wonder, who was once known as a musician, but is now generally best known as the self-administered punchline to rhetorical questions posing as jokes, such as, who cut your hair? Stevie Wonder, who taught you to drive? <laughs> Stevie oh Wonder, oh who taught you to drop your tie, Prime Minister? Stevie Wonder, that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who saw Christ on their deathbed? <laughs> His sense of taste was very acute. Happy birthday to Stephen Colbert, who... In a, what should be a warning to us all, gave up satirical representations of right wingers um, when he got the opportunity to do absolutely anything else. So, true on that, all of us. <laughs> he all gives me us. the horn. I love yeah, Stephen Colbert. He's good. Oh, he's nice. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. Do you need? Do you? Right, we Julian can come back Thunder. to the rest of. Yeah. <laughs> Are you having a rapture? He is. He's just, but he's perfect, isn't he? Are you anking while we record? <laughs> <laughs> I find it upsetting because he's the sort of ma- man that my mother would get all, um, you know, all spicy about. But really, oh, he's the whole package. Eight kids, isn't he? Dirty. Happy death day to Zara Dupont, American suffragist and labour activist and member of the Dupont family, which at one point was the world's largest chemical company. Um, happy death day to Cyrus McCormick, who has an amazing 19th century American name. He's the father of the Combine Harvester. At one mm. point, he sued the Manny Reaper Company for uh, copying his design after they beat him at the 1855 Paris Exposition. Uh, but to defend themselves, Manny hired an unknown Illinois lawyer called Abraham Lincoln, leading to Cyrus McCormick hating Lincoln for the rest of his life. Wow. Happy death day to Doris Day, whose rendition of Teach Me Tiger can bring back to life even the most jaded of libidos. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Is this from personal experience? Or so yeah. I've heard, I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Um, Dizzy, how are you feeling about the two different mystical visions? One, the lying children oh, or the lying anchor? Well, I got a bit confused by Julian of Norwich. I don't know mm. why. I don't know what was the point Julian of Julian. Was. What was the point of Julian of Norwich? I don't understand. I'm very confused. So you just you just live to make be an anchor and I don't know. So which mm. which leaves us yes. firmly firmly <laughs> with the tight young shepherdesses running around ripping themselves off on magic <laughs> mushrooms <laughs> imbibing in Silas Sabin on the Tusk was it Tuscany? I don't know. No, in, we're in Portugal. I don't know. In the in the Portuguese Fatima. hillsides um yeah. Oh they eat a lot of chips there, don't they? Yeah. Mm. Eating chips and mushrooms <laughs> And seeing the Virgin Mary and getting little messages. I've got a secret for you. You told um, us a story about little messages earlier on that <laughs> I'm still not recovered from. <laughs> it may be available to Patreon subscribers at the end. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. I think uh, you could draw them a picture, couldn't you? Yes. Yeah, as long as they've signed the waiver, you know, they can hear it all. <laughs> Which makes it 2-2 two, two for the week. Yeah. To find out uh, how this titanic, epic battle of similar stories continues come back tomorrow join us on twitter at date underscore fight or facebook at uh, facebook.com forward slash date fight no 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 no